Hi everyone, I'm Phil Kirby, producer of the Evolving Leader podcast. This is the second of two bonus episodes during which I share a selection of the recordings from the Evolving Leader Vulnerability Interview Archive. If you've not heard the first Vulnerability episode released last week, then that's definitely worth a listen. Just as a heads up, next week sees the start of Season 3 of the Evolving Leader podcast with a fascinating discussion with one of the world's most respected innovation experts, Rita McGrath. If you've not yet subscribed to the Evolving Leader and followed us on LinkedIn or Instagram, then do it now so you don't miss that and any other future episodes. So, let's get started. As I did in the first of these bonus episodes, I'll begin by sharing one interview in its entirety, and that's with neurologist and author Robert Burton. And after that, you'll hear John asking a selection of our guests four more vulnerability questions. So Robert, what was the biggest lie you've ever told at work? That I was going to uh, know what I was doing. Where do you feel most vulnerable in your work? When I, when I begin it and end it. <laughs> What's the personal development topic you most avoid confronting? Self-esteem. It makes me feel badly. <laughs> Who would play you in the movie of your life? Harbo Marx. <laughs> what would you what would your partner say is your least appealing feature? She'd have no she'd have trouble paring it down. <laughs> You've got to give us one. <laughs> Size? Oh, we can't go there. Okay. <laughs> where, where are you most lazy in your life? I'm lazy with everything. I really am lazy because I, I like to just sit there and hope for the thoughts will occur to me. Uh, what was the last question that stopped you in your tracks? Why did you do that? Are you paid too much? Yes. <laughs> Great. Excellent. <laughs> what would your partner uh, say is your least appealing feature? Being right for unknowable reasons. Doesn't that come with a job? <laughs> Where are you most? She's my business partner too. So oh, okay. <laughs> well, my wife has told me that she's learned during lockdown that my least appealing feature is how tough my hair is when she's trying to cut it. Really? I mean, that's that. That is kind of. Um, I think that's humble bragging, really, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have. I, I don't have a lot of empathy for people with hair problems. Yeah, 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 our listeners only need to look at our things to see how little collective hair that uh, myself and, and Scott have got. That's. I, I think that's. I think we have to ask you that question again. Actually, I'm just going to email Jackie now and get a direct line on I that. asked her actually before the call. That's all she could come up with. Oh well, that shows the strength of your relationship. Where are you most lazy in your life? Oh, wow. I actually don't think I am very lazy in any part of my life, but that's a problem because I actually really struggle to shut off. And that's also something my partner says quite a lot about me, that um, my brain is always like going around even when I'm not doing something. So I would like to get better at that because I actually think as part of being a really good leader, you have to be good at that. Yeah. Uh, usually around writing. 
Um, I, and, that, and that's because as a one on the any a four on the enneagram, I tend to procrastinate when I am afraid that I won't be able to do it perfectly the first time. So that's me picking up some of that one kind of behavior mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. What was the last question that stopped you in your tracks? It would have been, um, so as a woman, what do you intend to do differently in this role? (laughs) It was a a moment for the poker face. You couldn't have really answered that question in any other way. I mean, that, that part as a woman is kind of completely irrelevant, isn't it? But, yeah. Like, well, like, yes. if I was a man, I would probably take it on a different path. But <laughs> so, how did you answer that? I'm really interested. Me too. If I remember correctly, I said, I think I said, um, I'm, I'm not sure that as a woman I will do anything particularly differently. But this is what I intend to do. Uh, but it, but through my head, we're running several other options. Uh, as answers to that question. <laughs> and it definitely did stop me in my tracks. Am I allowed one name drop? Yeah. Okay, so my brother and I were lucky enough to meet um, Jack Dorsey and uh, we had we had a very good meeting with him. But when we first walked in, he looked at us and was completely silent. And that silence carried a question. It was just an invisible and unheard question. And for about 10 seconds, I had absolutely no idea what to do. (laughs) And then I started talking and then we were okay after that. (laughs) Do you think you're entitled? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's made me kind of feel something there when you said that. That's quite a um, that's quite a, a track stopping question, isn't it? The last question that stopped me in my tracks: um, Can guinea pigs eat daisies? So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's a random. It's a really important question. So, we got guinea pigs in the summer. The kids went to guinea pigs, and actually, you know, uh, I thought guinea pigs would be anything in the gra- in, in you know in the garden that would be fine. But actually, that's not true. So they can eat dandelions, but they can't eat daisies. And so now, when we go around and we see something that looks nice. Uh, from a guinea pig point of view, my, we have to Google it to see whether guinea pigs—they can't eat daffodils, for instance. Would you believe? Who knew? Um, anyway, yeah. So that was the last one. Can, can they? Can they eat daisies? And the answer is no. In case you're interested. Are you paid too much? No. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Not according to my clients. No. No, I think I'm paid just about right. Uh, no. No. Uh, no, I'm definitely worth uh, every every pound I'm, I'm paid. I don't think so. Am I paid too much? No, I should be paid more. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed those insights from our guests Robert Burton, Scott Smith, Elvin Turner, Sherry Atchison, Ian Morgan Cron, Sally Bolton, Steve Tidball, Ilham Said, Neil Greenberg, Ben Osborne, Kath Bishop, Don Schminker, Holly Murchison, Jeremy Coort and Jonas Widerström. John and Scott will return next week to open Season 3, speaking to guest Rita McGrath. But for now, I get to close this bonus episode with the immortal words of Mr. Scott Allender, The world is evolving. Are you? Are you?